don't let them tell you it can't be done because often they will tell you it can't be done and uh, it's just because they don't have the courage to try it. I never ask my clients to judge me on my winners. I ask them to judge me on my losers because I have so few. You've got to stay focused and stay level-headed and keep your feet on the ground. I mean, I think, you know, probably, like, when I think of beauty school in general, which is probably, like, the most cliche ever, I think of Greece. Oh, you for remember sure. when she's, like, beauty, beauty school, school dropout. Yeah. Uh. Go back to high school. Right. See, this is that moment where I said everything's better singing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, if I but, could sing. Welcome to Whose Business Is It Anyway? I'm your host, Jeremy Hart. And I'm Abby Lee. And today's episode is brought to you by The Cattleman's Wife, be sure to check them out on Facebook and Instagram at The Cattleman's Wife. And also piece parted together by 317 Productions. Getting all them production needs in. Hey, I'll tell you what, Ab, speaking of The Cattleman's Wife, in the studio with us today, Ab, we got a very special guest. I'm really excited because we had spoke before. This is kind of like, I'm glad we're getting it down on digits today. So Absolutely. We have Stephanie Cogburn of The Cattleman's Wife with us today. The I couldn't ca- be more excited. The Cattleman's Wife, first of all, I love that title. We'll get back to that in a minute. But Steph, how you doing, man? Welcome um, back. Doing good. It's good to be here, guys. Stephanie's history is a really interesting one. And so, Stephanie, kind of tell us... Give us like a run of your history, like kind of how you got to where you are today. So, you know, I went to school, uh, finished high school at Robinson High School, so I'm a local girl. But I started out in college, went right away, and it wasn't my favorite. What did you major in? Everything, girl. Okay, so you 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 went in to, did you go here locally? Yeah, I went to MCC, so I started out with nursing, and then I kind of went criminal justice, and I went business route, then back to nursing. What so, am I going to do when I grow up? Yeah, no one ever taught me to decide, mm-hmm. which I'm indecisive. Maybe that's the entrepreneur in me. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then from there? So while I was going to college for all of the things under the sign, I was working at George's, which is one of our local um, traditional establishments here in town. Yeah. You're going to want you, Yeah, you're going to want that big O, man. Oh, yes. yeah. Most do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, you know, working at George's, which kind of, you know, you, there's an uprising to it, but you also get a little bit of flack to, you know, being in the server field and stuff. It kind of has a, you know, a derogative effect to it, but it was, it taught me so much about business and I think it really helped and shape and guide me and go ahead and give me a platform to stand on Mm -hmm. as I made my way. Yeah. Right. Like in, in kind of what ways, was it like the people that you met, like the networking, or did it just teach you how to like budget money because you didn't know exactly what you would be making in a day kind of thing? Right. Definitely the networking. Budgeting money was never a thing because we always made great money. So we would just rely on the next day. You know, we always knew the next day would, would come forth and it'd be fantastic. So especially right out of high school, it never was about, you know, budgeting yeah. the money. Yeah, yeah. But networking, the people, you know, you had your regulars and you, you knew who to look forward to. And you came across, there was the lawyers, there was the people who were professors or just the mom and pops, you know. So it was a really wide range audience, which taught you a lot about, you know, gearing yourself for your own customer base. Right. And then I guess sometime during your serving career, you decided that you wanted to go to cosmetology school. I did, Mm -hmm. which, you know, which was kind of, you know, people always said I should have done it. And I was kind of, well, I don't really know. And I just ended up doing it because I kind of was out there and I loved it. It was fantastic. So I did that. And now I've been a licensed cosmetologist for uh, almost three years. We're not going to go to three. Uh Yep. Okay. 
And was that hard? Like to, I would be under the impression that it would be really hard to like build a clientele, like to build a solid base of customers. Typically it is pretty hard to do that, but I feel like I'm pretty blessed. You know, when I got out, some of the girls I was working with was like, you know, it's crazy that you already are doing what you're doing. It's, it's crazy that you have a platform and that you already have a clientele base. Usually that doesn't come until year four and you're at, you know, month four. Right. So that was... Is there a reason that it's so difficult for, you know, like anybody in the beauty industry to build a solid following? Is it because there's so many or... There, there is so many, but I think at the end of the day, it comes down to the basic business structures, commitment and consistency and being willing to go in further education and learn those things because you get out of youth school and you don't know a damn thing yeah, <laughs> you're like yeah. wait hold up can I go back in a little bit more and learn some more so I, I do I think it's just back to basic business structures and that's what helps those who are successful succeed right so um just out of my own curiosity <laughs> have you ever messed up somebody's head <laughs> uh, so I'm a really good you know for lack of a better word a really good bullshitter uh-huh. in, in beauty school there was one girl and I knew like it had just gone too far it was just really a good push and for all the fellow stylists you'll know what I mean when I say it's a really good push like I pushed her to her limit and I just I told her I was like girl you're good we're just gonna use some masks we're gonna roll with it this is what you need to do come back in two weeks and afterwards my instructor pulled me aside and was like you're a really good liar. And I was like, no, I'm not a good liar. I'm just a good bullshitter, which goes back to George's, you know, yeah. working in a bar. Right. So yeah, I mean, that was, that was the time. That was it. I mean, I figured, you know, probably like when I think of beauty school in general, which is probably like the most cliche ever, I think of Greece. Oh, you, you for remember sure. She's like beauty, beauty school, school dropout. dropout. Yeah. Oh. Go back to high school. Right. See, this is that moment where I said, everything's better singing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. If but I could sing. I knew I could, oh. I could ruin a wet dream if given the opportunity. So me, that's not even. Thank you for coming. We'll catch you next time. That's not even. I, I, no, I couldn't even imagine. I would mess so many things up. Okay. So, so yeah. So the story continues. The saga continues. Right. right? So, so from now you are doing in conjunction with. Right. Because you're doing both right now. Still, right. Both businesses are thrive. Well, I mean, even go we on. haven't even said what the first, know, what the I know, second I know, business I'm is. Gonna get You're it. getting ahead of yourself. Throttle back, so Jeremy. Excitement. Throttle back, Jeremy. <laughs> okay, so so now you are a successful stylist, and what is, what has come next? The Cattleman's Wife came next, which is my boutique, which has a you know a southwestern vibe. It just paired too well not to do it, which Man. wasn't my intention. But now that we're you know a year in, which this is our anniversary month. But now that we're a year in, it was like, okay, this is gold. This makes too much sense not to do it. Yeah, and it, so that's funny. You said you didn't, like, your business turned into something that you weren't expecting it to, right? In other words, right? Like, what your original plan maybe close to it, but it's totally something different, right? It's living, I, breathing. It has taken a life of its own, and all you're doing <laughs> is holding on. For sure, for sure. Maybe it's going a little faster than I was ready for it to go, too, but it's great. In, in the beginning, I just... Everybody always had these cute shirts, and I wanted them, and I wanted them cheaper. So I was like, well, I'll make them myself. So, I, you know, I got the equipment and started doing it. And it was really just a hobby. Sure. It was a way for me to provide the cute shirts for other girls for cheaper than they oh, could yeah. buy them somewhere else. Absolutely. And mine were free. So it made, made ultimate sense. And then, okay, and so how long were you just making shirts like that? And I guess you were just doing it out of your house? Yeah, I was using my stepson's room, which he hated. But I was like, hey, don't look at the left side. Like, there's a whole lineup of things. Right. Yeah, so probably, I guess I started last October, and I legalized it in December. 
November or December. I can't remember exactly, but I say, you know, my anniversary month's October. That's when I had the idea and made it come to fruition. So um, probably up until really the pandemic was more just for fun. It was more of like, you know, there's a little bit of cash coming in, but it, there was never more of a thought farther than this is for fun. Right. Yeah, but now, like, aren't you like, I mean, you brick storefront, what do you call it? Like, you know. I yeah, mean, you brick guys, and mortar, yeah. I mean, you're there, right? Yeah, I am mean, there. So throughout the pandemic, we closed it down because I was like, well, hell, like, this is a turn that I didn't see coming and didn't really know what to do with it. Couldn't order shirts because factories were closing down and it was just for fun. So I was like, well, I'll just close it. Like, you know, no big deal. And then, you know, the salons closed and everything else closed. And so everything I knew that I had built had shifted apart. And so it was like, well, all right, you got to put your thoughts together. You got to come up with something. And so I was like, well, I can order shirts. Let's start back with a boutique thing. And it immediately just started thriving. What you would think, no way's buying anything. Everybody's buying everything right now. Well, it gets now. to the point where people during the pandemic were just getting bored. I yeah. mean, obviously, yeah. liquid assets, and I understand it's like a catch-22, but People do the craziest things when they're bored, when they're depressed, when they're bored, when they're upset. For sure. Yes. Isn't that like Absolutely. statistics say? That's when shopping <laughs> spikes. And I right. hate to say that. Because, but it's true. But it it's is an true. outlet. It's, it's like a therapy session. That's it. I mean, some yeah. people use it retail for. Retail therapy. Retail therapy. It is truly a it's thing. It's a good time. I did it today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you legalized in November, December. Was that a very difficult thing to do? Like for somebody that's considering opening a small business, was the, the doing the legal aspect? aspects of it difficult absolutely not you know it's more intimidating than it is go to you know within your county you just get your your dba which is you know your assumed name certificate and you get a tax id and they're like all right roll with it and you're done you know but it seems like so much more goes into it and you know of course when it comes down to like what you're selling and what your branding is and your your artwork that shows your logo of course you know there's legal aspects of that you know you need to make sure your fine lines are you know there yeah but um and which i covered that base we're just using our cattle brain it's already ours so i'm just using it incorporate the design design a little different clever and i'm safe absolutely perfect okay so what are some of the items that they can find at the cattleman's wife well, bell bottoms y'all they're in they're <laughs> like bring back the 70s so of course you know your bell bottoms um all things snakeskin cheetah i love prints i love the tribal prints anything that's an animal print if i can mix multiple prints with an outfit i'm in so of course you can find it and then all of us ladies love our turquoise so oh, gosh, yes. yes turquoise for sure and you can eat as many mcdonald's cheeseburgers as you want and your turquoise will always fit it'll still look cute <laughs> <It'll> fit. <laughs> hey, well, i pawn shop some turquoise this weekend and i was so proud of it it was no, the cute yeah oh. pawn turquoise is the, the best. best and it was a pinky ring i mean come on oh my gosh it was cute you can't get more 70s than a pinky ring you <laughs> when you came in today you said that two older men commented on uh your outfit today and said that you were a throwback to the 70s yeah they were and you it. are but there's i mean it's adorable it's oh, fine God. this and, is why and i sit back and deal, take a though. drink of this beverage while you just go ahead <laughs> it's comfy though y'all it's comfy uh, comfort is comfort is king in my book absolutely absolutely i mean i'm running around and damn house slippers basically because uh, yeah. creature comfort is everything it is those are like hey dudes hey dudes are comfort these are hey dudes yes i know my hey dudes in, <laughs> in fact uh to throw it back to an event we worked last weekend somebody commented on a full body picture of jeremy and was like hey man you're wearing slippers 
<laughs> and they were his hey dudes. It was so uh, funny. They I just, can't hate. They don't know. Jeff, you know who you are, and I know who you are. I, I just, I thought that was the funniest thing. Yeah, ever. it was. I need to respond and be like, man, you're missing out. Wait till you get a they set of these worn. bad books. Yeah, he uh, hasn't slipped any on yet. Oh, well, that's all right. We'll okay. And then, but aside from just apparel, you also have some home goods. I do. So I'm working on kind of branching out farther into the home goods um, aspect. So, you know, you'll have like... Uh, I love all things cactus, y'all. You can't oh, go yes. wrong with it, which keeps a Southwestern vibe. So sure some home goods that way. Um, definitely I'll have some of the weekender totes with that are the um, saddle blanket bags, yeah. things of that nature, you know, your leather goods. Um, working with a guy out of Clifton right now, we're working on our numbers, but I'm hopefully bringing um, forth some candles oh, that yeah. are like okay. handmade. They're cool. Sure, sure. Out of yellow bell, out of, you know, yellow belly cans oh, and bottles. Yes. I mean, it doesn't get, I mean, talk about Cattleman's wife, traditional, there you go, there yeah. you go traditional cowboy. So, um, yeah, there's all kinds of different things coming forth. I'm really excited about it. And I'm pretty open-ended on how far I want to go. And I don't want to, I don't know that I want to stick to just clothing. I want to have to right. kind of be a broad, you know, that's how you grow. I want to be broadband. Right, absolutely. Would those be considered banquet candles? I mean, we can, there it is, named it. The banquet brand. Banquet candles. (laughs) Oh, I love that. But that's cool. You're, 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 like you said, it's just another aspect that you can dive into. Yeah. It seems like, I know you used the term boutique, but you can expand into so much more than just boutique. Or is house stuff considered boutique as well? I don't know. Yeah, I think think so. I I feel like most boutiques you walk into don't have just clothing. I feel mm. like they're pretty wide range on what they, they can yeah. carry. Shows how many boutiques I've been in, but I know uh, plenty of people who have. And obviously, <laughs> no. Well, I don't. I don't know what you would call the male version of a boutique. I mean, I know they are, but I don't know what you would call the male version. Well, of it. and I the don't. feed store, that part, <laughs> the feed store. Yes, hell yeah, tractor supply. <laughs> Yes, oh, man, you know. I yeah. Okay, so what a lot of people don't realize is that the cattleman's wife is not just a name. Like you are now living that life. So you and your significant other have cattle yourself. We do, we do. You know, when calves are on the ground, we probably run close to thirty to forty head. Which you know, we have a small operation. And of course, they get so much larger than that. But for us, we do. That it's great. We know we use our rotational grazing, which helps us hold that many head on a hundred acres. So. Awesome. And what, what flavor of cattle? Or j- is it kind of a Motley crew? Well, so we, we do have one name, Motley. So there's a little bit of oh. Motley crew going on. But Uh-oh. we're really working on the past three years. We've really been working on, you know, making sure they're synced up and um, switching to a certain, you know, flavor, as you said. So our bulls are Bramer bulls. And then we have some red Angus and some um, black Angus. Awesome. So we love the beef cattle. Mm. Big old girls. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you you didn't grow up in that. With cattle, you grew up in Robinson in town for those of that's just like a suburb of Waco for those of you who are listening. I wouldn't even call Robinson this. really a suburb, but I guess it kind of is. It's, it's all getting annexed, isn't it? It's, it's growing, but it sure you is. know, 10 years ago, it was a blink if you, I mean, well, maybe Valley Mills is more of a blink if you miss it, but it was small. Yeah. It was yeah. a small town, everybody knew everybody, right? But there's not, it's not like a when you get outside of Robinson, there's agriculture, but you yourself didn't grow up, no, in definitely a, the city. Oh, like. City girl, mm. which I'm so not proud to say now. Well, I know. I think I get <laughs> oh, uh, harsh words. Be true to your roots, though. I because, think that gives you, know. you such a great perspective, though. Sure. Like, especially from the agriculture side. Like, we need perspectives from people that come in from 
quote the outside, unquote. <laughs> I mean, we do. That's how, <laughs> that's how we stay relevant. And now you see what I've been dealing with a long time. Now. Hey, I'm here for it. We can make this mm-hmm. a so weekly thing. Was, was it an easy transition for you to come in, like to come into the cattle world? It was. I loved it instantly. You, know, you took right to it. I did. I did mm-hmm. love it. You know, I had a few friends growing up too that were more country girls than I, were, I was in I liked it, but it, I didn't, you know, I didn't cling to it then. Yeah, I, I was, I was young. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, I was about no, worried about all other things. Yeah. But as soon as I got out and we, you know, met John and stuff, it for sure, like a clean, he's not allowed to work cattle without me. That's how much it's cleaned. Wow. Right. Which anybody knows if you're working cattle together, like it's, it's not really a joyous thing. I was going to say. harsh words. I was just going to ask, do you guys, how <laughs> many cows, do you count how many, too many times you say F you to your partner while you're working cattle? <laughs> no, he's just like working the shoot and I'm like in the with the cattle so i'm like there's a lot of like uh, yeah fine lines fine lines but anything that's said working cattle's automatically forgiven when you're finished that's just an unspoken rule right it's like a great day when you're done you're like oh man we did that sunset's beautiful we usually do it in the afternoon so i mean like it's a good finish yeah turnout's good it's effective it shows you know you reap the rewards exactly you just could sit back and look at the fruits of your labor but i imagine there's a couple times you might turn around and be like next time i say latch i mean latch you hear me have you ever let the wrong cow out at the wrong time (laughs) oh yeah the right cow out at the wrong time (laughs) yeah i mean especially when they're like don't let the black one out and you're like what they're all black yeah which black one He's you're like, you su- can't tell them apart. I'm like, you're supposed no. to know. You're supposed to know that. But so you truly then, you know, with your cons- with your cattle operation, you're basically running three businesses there. And yeah. then also I know that your significant other also has businesses of his own. So you guys are truly entrepreneurs in the Absolutely. truest sense. We that's, do. That's, our household yes. is a busy household. And it that's is. And that's great because like a lot of our listeners are going to be startups and small business, you know, and, and it's good to hear how you can not, don't be tunnel vision. You can incorporate, your business can grow into many different things. You yeah. know what I mean? Like don't sell yourself short in other words absolutely you can stay in your lane but you can go on multiple adventures yeah right yeah absolutely because it just it might fruition into something different yeah and some will fail like right now we have sheep you know we probably have like 20 sheep up in the front pasture and we're like oh should we sell them things like you know we don't have Mm -hmm. like like, three lambs on the ground the last seven months we're like well shoot maybe that's not our adventure right but we you don't know until you dip your toe in the water you know go for it and then if it's not it it's okay that whatever money you've invested is gonna come back Oh, for sure. Well, it should, yeah, unless something happens. Well, the majority of it, yeah. And, you know, another good point that we talked about last time, and I heard you mention a little bit about today about LLC and all that. At what point do you did you realize, like, okay, it's time to legal now? I mean, what, was there something that stood out that made you know this was going to go? Probably, you know, in the beginning when I said I was doing it for fun, but I wanted better quality items for fun. That was when, and I was like, okay, it's time. I need to get a little bit more, you know, legal, create a name. And it gave me access to so many more different outlets. And that was huge. Learning what I had access to. And that does, it opens up other doors that you don't even think about, obviously, once you go through the process. But it's definitely, you know, it's good to know that feel free to explore, you know what I mean? And grow. Don't sell yourself short. Like when we were even starting this thing, we were like, we're going to do this. Then it turned out, well, we can do this and this and that. And then you're like. Oh man, we're huge! I'm like, I didn't and even yeah, think about it. and then everything just kind of exploded it overnight. It flows though, you know, and all your clients, it all kind of intermingles together, and it just it keeps growing that way. And I was just gonna say, like, you really you could see maybe how like um, owning a salon and a boutique would fit well together, but then it really does fit well even with the cattle industry because people need clothes 
to wear while they're working cattle and the girl are being accused of crap because while he's yelling at you he needs to thank you looking cute or something exactly and so like (laughs) it just like branding wise like with everything that you were doing together like works perfectly because you know all of the like cattle women love to look nice you know even if they are while you're out there working i mean i can understand like you know if you're Oh, yes. I, I mean, mean, your jeans might be like the junkiest jeans in your drawer, but usually you still got like a, a, a decent, cute mm. graphics. Yeah, mm. a graphic tee yeah. on or whatever. You still may throw on a pair of turquoise studs while you go. You're going to have a hat on and a braid, but you can you can still look cute. Okay. You might okay. be covered yeah. in like cow shit too, but it's cute. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, like we still got to look fashionable when we go to the sale barn and whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, really everything that you're doing really does meld well together. Mm. Like you don't think that a tradi- like agriculture mm-hmm. a cattle operation would work well with a boutique but it's very but complimentary it, it, it does. does they all kind of that's flow within point. each other and that's a really good point and it also gives you the credibility as well because you're like okay i'm not just dressing the part i also am the part yeah am, you become relatable on multiple yeah. spectrums right exactly cool. that's killer well i mean i'm sold i'm looks like i'll be doing some boutique shopping here pretty soon at least for christmas stocking stuff oh yeah anyway. yeah that it, was just great stocking stuffers for sure do you guys have anything are you planning any type of not to put you on the spot because i know you got a lot of things happening but do you guys do holiday specials or any we of that do. Jen? well you know last year i wasn't i mean quote unquote legit this year absolutely so i've partnered up with some of the ladies in town who also own boutiques so there's quite a few out there so it's easy to make this that little sunday or not sunday but you know the weekend drive out to valley mills and you can hit up a couple of us mm. but we're gonna have um well this saturday's our grand opening so there's definitely that coming which is a little prelude but for the holidays, we're going to do a um, Wednesday night stay open late type of stroll throughout the town. And so that'll be for the last weekend, uh, or not last weekend, I'm sorry, the last Wednesday of November and the first two Wednesdays in December. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. 12 days of Christmas, you know, you got to throw that in there. Yeah, oh, of and course. we'll have to plug the crap out of it too. We'll keep spreading the word for on sure. that. Oh, especially. Absolutely. So cool. So yeah, that's, um, and that'll be fun. And man, I almost heard you say an idea of, and I'm, not, I don't know, but how cool would that be? Like a couple of the boutiques all got together and had your own like event of like, it is. instead of having like, they had, what are they, the, like the food Deck truck, the- instead of having all like the food truck, which yeah. you could get a couple of them too, I yeah, guess. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So that's what we do. Essentially, we have a meeting that we do once a month and I just, you know, I just became a part of it. So we've gone together and collaborated and decided, you know, hey, this is what we need to do for the holidays. And so we all partnered up to do and make it like a shop, pedal and stroll. I think it's one of the clever names they came nice. up with or something along the lines of that. Like that. No. Oh, yeah. And then, so in each shop will have like their wine, their little snacks, and then you can just walk through a little downtown strip and hit them all up. And Valley Mills is a really nice town. Like for anybody who well, hasn't really got, stopped to go, to yeah, spend time I, in Valley I Mills. I love just, you can walk down, I, I guess, six there or whatever. Yeah, yeah and, Highway and, 6. And, you know, right by, right, you know. Don't turn down 56 or on that, but I mean that old, it's got that old storefront. It is, edge. real it's traditional got the feeling. old feeling of an old town. For you sure. just love that. I always yeah. like Valley Mills. It feels cozy. Also, yeah. there's a really good Chinese restaurant there. Yeah, Burger and Walk, Burger which is the craziest name for is, a Chinese place, but it's great. It Judy's really hilarious. She's great. It really is so good. It is. Hey, in our gas station back roads, oh my gosh, if you're stopping in, like that's where it's at. Really? So, so good. I have never eaten there, but I will have to stop now. No doubt. Yeah. I pass by it a lot too. I have, yeah. Huh. So have, worth it. 
Okay, so you have grand opening this Saturday, October 24th. Yes, I'm so excited. Okay, and what, tell us, tell everyone, all of our listeners, how they can find you on social media and your website and how they can shop if they're not local. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of our platform this whole year, I mean, it's, we've done online solely, so the brick and mortar thing is new, but for Instagram and Facebook, our handle is at the Cattleman's Wife 1949, and that'll link you to both. You can easily access us that way. We're revamping our Insta, so it's a little bare, but bear with us. I mean, that just means big things are happening. Absolutely. And then if you want to shop online, our online website is shoptcwboutique.com. And most of the items on there are, well, not most, all of them are drop shipping. So most of them will drop ship within two to three days and be at your doorstep. And the other are seven to 10 days. Wonderful. That's some holiday shopping. I'm telling you right now, if anything, too. <laughs> For Last sure. minute. I'm a great procrastinator. So I was like, I need to help my fellow procrastinate ladies out. Yes. No, that sounds fantastic. Well, Stephanie, is there, do you have any last minute advice that you would want to share with a new business owner or somebody yeah. that is somebody. considering opening? Absolutely. So go for it. Like whatever's holding you up, go for it. You know, even this weekend we're doing our grand opening and I have so many packages on the way that I'm like, shoot, they're not here. But you know what? You have to start somewhere. You have to open it and, you know, just press forward and do what it takes. Do the research, do the late nights and just make it happen. You know, you'll start somewhere and it'll, it'll flow forth if it's meant to, but just be consistent in what you're willing to do. Absolutely. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us here. Yes, thanks for coming in again. The Cattleman's Wife. Digging it, man. And sure um, hey, what to get you on more and tell you, you know, tell the old man about it too. He might get a kick out of yeah, this. Yeah, he I will. Mean. He probably hit up the eggs out of it. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. All right. Well, once again, I'm Jeremy Hart. And I'm Abby Lee. And always remember the grass is always greener where you water it.